Hey, it's Tay. And I'm Kelly. Welcome to Dear Desert Diaries, where we have conversations about all things mental health and what can impact it. But we feel we need to give you a disclaimer ahead of time that we aren't therapists and by no means giving professional advice, but we are here to share stories and to create a safe space for listeners just like you to not feel alone. So grab your favorite drink, don't let us distract you while you're driving, stay safe in nature, or whatever it is that you do while listening to us, and we'll be back. Welcome back to Dear Desert Diaries. Happy 2023. I don't know about you, but I'm still struggling to write 2023. I find myself writing 2022 still. So I'm thinking probably like mid-March I'll have 2023 down. (laughs) Right. Doesn't that always happen that way? It's still hard to believe that it's January of 2023. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have to say how on earth did the time go by so fast? I feel like we were just here. Yes. And I know that we told y'all that we'll see you next year. And we didn't really specify, but I think, you know, we all just need a break sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, especially from Kelly. Oh, I mean. Excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but honestly, I think the break was really nice. We, well, at least for myself and my family, we were super busy. The holiday season has us going left, right, up, down, everywhere you can think. And, you know, it was nice to be able to spend that time with our family and our friends, but it, it was nice to not have to worry about anything else. Yeah, 100%. And it's just like so much harder during the holidays to get some recording time. Because I know the week of Christmas, at least, it was back to back doing things. So yeah. yeah, welcome to being a part of our family. Uh, <laughs> it's like the second September hits. It's like birthday after birthday after birthday after birthday after birthday, Thanksgiving, birthday, birthday, Christmas. Yes. <laughs> and then you have New Year's and then you're going to have my husband's birthday and then our anniversary and more birthdays. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love my birthday because it's in the middle of the year and <laughs> I usually almost always get a three-day weekend, thank you, Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. That's- but Kelly and I are both May babies, so. Yes. At the beginning and the end of May. She's got a cool birthday, though. I'm very jealous. That's why I'll never forget it. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. No. May the fourth <laughs> be with you, crazy. <laughs> well, Anyway, we hope y'all had a great holiday, a safe New Year, New Year's Eve, I guess I should say. But we're back. We're ready to dive into all the topics that mental health can bring. And we're going to start with what's been on your mind. Oh, sorry. I like asked her right as she was eating some chocolate. So I will kick it off. Chocolate is on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Ooh, wait. Do you like dark chocolate or the milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. I, I mean, I'll, I'll eat milk chocolate, but as I've gotten older, enjoyed dark chocolate myself, um, yeah. especially with sea salt. Ooh, yeah, that's really good. Isn't dark chocolate supposed to be better for you anyway? Yeah, that's what yeah. I tell myself. I don't feel guilty <laughs> eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good thing to be on your mind. <laughs> All week, I'm going to start gaining weight here really soon. <laughs> Is it like at least three pieces like a day? But that's because I guess you can guess what time of month it is, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was literally just about to say that because I I know when it's about to be that time when my craving increases. <laughs> the week before though. 
Yeah, like I like sweets, don't get me wrong, but I don't crave sweets unless mm. it's that time. And it's like, okay, I have to have chocolate or I might murder someone. Yeah, like I, I haven't gone out of my way in a while to get chocolate. It's either been given to me or it's that time of the month. <laughs> I'm literally eating the kids' Halloween candy. Ooh. Yes, we still have a huge thing. I mean, you've been to my house. You've seen it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell the kids, but they had bags full of candy that we disposed of because we still have an entire bowl of Halloween candy because we bought way more than we were expecting because for whatever reason, this year, trick-or-treaters stopped coming earlier. So, I don't know. I guess more candy for us. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, I guess the thing that's been on my mind is... The amount of Monstera cuttings that I have, and I don't know where to put them. I've even, like, tried to make space, but they're all, like, big cuttings and need to go in bigger pots. So now I'm kind of I'm, – I'm giving two away to your mom to give to coworkers. <laughs> so. I mean, I'll take one, but I, mean, I don't know right. how well it'll survive. We'll see. I mean, I love my plants, but I'm – I don't know. My my planties are mostly flowers. Mm, see, I kill flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but well, she just, you know the monstera. She doesn't like a direct sun, but she still likes the light from the sun. So, so indirect sun is that what you're saying? That okay. And <laughs> like I've, I've had her in the sun before, and she's gotten burnt before. <gasps> so, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, the leaves. I had to cut. I had to trim her down. But. I don't know. I have a Zanzibar plant and a jade plant, and they are indirect sunlight lovers as well. And they have been just so good at thriving. My poor, I don't even know what kind of plant it is. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Seth got it for me, I think, for my birthday, and it's like dead. I to water with ice cubes once a week, and I forget to do the ice cubes because who waters plants with ice cubes? <laughs> That's so smart, though, because it melts over time. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't want to go touch a bunch of ice cubes. I think my hands yeah. Cold. So true. it's kind of dying. So I put it in more of a direct sunlight, hoping that it'll come back. Oh, also succulents are always really good. Uh, see, I cannot keep succulents alive. That's actually what my unfiltered. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, was, you know. Anyway, we'll loop back to that. <laughs> we'll circle back. Okay. Yeah, we'll circle back. <laughs> it's um, offline and then bring it back online. <laughs> anyway, what's been on our mind, we'll go ahead and dive into the diary entries that we have for y'all to get into the discussion. All right. Well, um, I guess I will go. Yeah. Okay. Dear Desert Diaries, it's me, Tay, 2023. Gosh, that's so hard to remember to write. I've always had this problem ever since I was in middle school, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but I catch myself writing the incorrect date until, I don't know, about mid-March. Anyways, one of my really good friends and really good coworkers that I had when I was in high school still working at uh, an eye doctor, She was my manager, she's my friend. We talked about, you know, New Year's resolutions and 
why she doesn't call them resolutions. Well, I have taken on her thought process and I no longer call them New Year's resolutions. I call them New Year's intentions. I'll dive deeper into that in the episode, but I'm really looking forward to sharing my intention with everybody. I hope you had a great 2022 diary and I can't wait to share more with you in 2023. Love, Tay. Dear future self, I hope I did you proud because I'm not writing specific resolutions for myself this year because in the past I've been left discouraged and disappointed. I remember writing out resolutions for myself last year and the year before that, but I hope I got one of them accomplished because I can't recall off the top of my head what they even were. To me, New Year resolutions meant it was something that I needed to do by the end of the year. And while it seemed attainable in January, I would fall asleep, wake up and realize it's December and my list has not been checked off. I would hyper focus on resolutions I didn't accomplish and discount anything positive that the year brought me. My heart sets goals that would make me feel better without listening to what my mind and the rest of my body needed. So this year, thanks to Tay for helping me change my mindset, it's about intentions. It's about going into what has been in the forefront of my mind for months that I want to change about myself. It's about general, non-specific goals that I want to hit. It's about healing with no end date, and it's about moving forward with intention. That was cute. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, I put my writer's hat on from time to time. <laughs> I love that. Dear future self. Yeah, I know. I was trying to not make it sound like I was going to an AA class. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of reminded me of those movies that you watch when they're writing, dear future self or dear Marshall in 10 years or, you know, whatever it is. And then you, what are those called? Time um, capsules. Oh, yes. Yep. We did one when I was in grade school, and I don't remember ever digging it up. I don't remember what I put in it. I don't remember what I said in it. So I'm curious to see if anyone ever does. Do you remember where you buried it? Yeah. Was that the school that I went to? Oh, yeah. You said the the school. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I never. I buried it across the street at the Circle K. And the... <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so thank you. Tay for changing my mindset. When we initially discussed this episode, I was like, I don't really like New Year resolutions because I fail at them. And she's like, we I call them New Year intentions. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's because when you have a resolution, it seems like it's something that's so definite that mm-hmm. you're either going to succeed at or you're going to fail at. There's no in between. Whereas there is a New Year's intention, an intention is you're intending on doing something, but if you fall off the track or the path, you get back on and you keep doing it. And then that way you not only um, are able to prove yourself that you can fall down and get back up, but you're able to be a lot more successful and a lot less discouraged. One of my um, coworkers, as I said in my diary entry, she is very much a yogi. She's very mindful when it comes to thinking. And she's the one that introduced that to me. And I think I was like 19. Yeah. I think I said in my entry, I was in high school, but honestly, I think I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was like 19 when she said that and it stuck with me ever since. And I do that 
every single time. And in my high school group that I coach, the girls, I was talking to them about that as well. I'm like, don't set a resolution, set an intention, and here's why. And they were also like, you're like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not putting like this deadline on myself. It's just something that I just got to keep doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because when I thought about it, it was like stuff that I had already been attempting to do. It's just maybe level setting again at the beginning of the year. Well, and if you think about it, we're already so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. as people. And most people are. Some people aren't. Again, we envy them. But the <laughs> those of us that are very similar minded, we're hard on ourselves. And I don't know about you, but if I don't do something, whether it's a challenge I set for myself or, you know, I tell someone I'm going to do something and I mess up on the challenge, then I feel like a failure and I hate that. So mm-hmm. if I can take that feeling away as in any chance I can get, then I'm going to do it. And for me, this yeah. has been really good and I've had a lot more success with intentions than resolutions. Yeah. I can't wait to see what this brings for me this year. <laughs> So I have some intentions written out for me. Do you have – I have like four. Oh, like, man. Look I know. You're a go-getter. I know. I was trying, you know. <laughs> well, I'm curious to see how many other people, um, like our listeners, do you guys set one to four? How many do you set as far as intentions go? Let us know. Yes. But Kelly, yeah, let's, let's hear it. I want to hear yours. I think I have yeah. two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I will I'll just start listing off mine then. So the first one I have is just have an overall healthier lifestyle and lose weight. And with that, I have like sub intentions. So like, you know, milestones or I guess ways to help me get to that or achieve that is have daily intentions and it could be something small. So I think the other day I had have the proper amount of vegetables or eat a lot of vegetables today. And then the other day I was like, don't eat bread um, or like have as much grain or carbs this today. So just small things, you know, have only one cookie instead of the whole package. (laughs) Just small things like that. And except when I've had a setback, Um, not letting myself throw everything out of the window just because I fluctuated in weight by a pound or two. Well, on that, I know one thing that's super important when it comes to trying to have a healthier lifestyle is also, like you said, don't don't really give power to those setbacks, like you said, because it's going to happen. I know so many people who have lost so much weight and the second they start gaining weight, they freak out and they feel like they're you know, gaining a lot of weight. And in reality, maybe it's only a pound or two, but mm-hmm. just keep track of your progress. That's one thing I would love to see is, I mean, you don't even have to post it on socials or anything, but I want you to start tracking down all your successes. Like you said, to have those daily intentions and maybe write those down each day. Like, yes, I did it. Or you know what? Because I'd be curious to see at the end of the year, how good you feel only, not only mentally and physically, but also just feeling accomplished. So I'd be curious to see. Yeah. Tracking. That's a good idea. Tracking it. And then the next one I have is, so this is all like general, right? (laughs) Um, To be nicer to my mind. I feel like I read into things too much and 
I do tell myself that there's other possibilities other than what I'm thinking and believing in the moment, but I tend to hook on to the worst out of all of them. So I end up stressing myself out because I play out possible reaction scenarios and, you know, what a lot of it is. I think it's that I just care too much about what people think of me. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that. That is very 100% relatable. I hate that I care about what people think of me, but I do have to say that one's going to be challenging. So if you need, obviously, anybody to talk to or run ideas and thoughts through, you know you have myself and I know you know you have your other fellow friends as well um, because I think we all experience this. I like that intention. That's going to be so hard. But I think once you can get past that, you are going to live such a happy life. And, you know, your your mind's not going to beat you up for things. So that's a good one. I might steal that. Thanks. Thanks. I was like digging into it the other day. I was like, why? Why do I overthink this so much? I know that a lot of the time that if I've ever confronted anyone about my overthinking and they're a part of it they're like oh no no big deal to this person you know what i mean and so i just i feel like uh with me digging into it i'm wondering if it's because it stems from me not being accepted for who i was when i was younger i think i know this but just coming to the realization that people have different life experiences and different worldviews that they might see my intentions differently than i want them to be and i have to be okay with that because you can't change everyone's mind yeah i can't make everybody happy you know yeah exactly yep also i need to ask because i mean i know my dad does this because we've had this conversation it's kind of funny are you the type of person that has a conversation with yourself inside your head? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm Lizzie McGuire all over again. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think Seth thinks I'm crazy because I literally have conversations, sometimes not in just inside my head, but sometimes on the outside, like I'm talking to myself and he's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, myself. I'm, I'm trying to figure something out or he goes, okay, then. Yeah, I'm not that weird. I know other people do it. (laughs) Right. No, like I tell myself, I'm like, okay, this is what you have to do. Especially when I know people are coming over. I get super neurotic about a decently clean house before anyone comes over. And I think it was because my mom has always been this way. No one's coming into this house and running to my shelves and swiping their finger. Be like, wow, it's dusty. I did that last week. (gasps) Taylor, you're not supposed to admit it. No, come on. I have three kids and two dogs and one of which is a puppy. So he destroys everything. So I don't, I honestly, I'm at that point in my life. The only person that I care about coming over to the house and seeing my house as a disaster is my mother-in-law because she is by far one of the cleanest people I've ever met in my entire life. So for me, I have such like heart failure when I know she's coming over. And if the house, like if there's one sink in the dish, I'm like, Oh my God, I have to hurry up and do this. Da, 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 da. And I'm always running the dishwasher every, sh- every time she comes over. And I feel like I was like that originally with my mom. But now I'm at that point with her. I'm like, well, she understands. We're not dirty people, but you know what? We have clutter in our house and I can't keep up with everything at all times. Yeah. So yeah, I ooh, the, the neurotic feeling. That's, that's what I get with my mother-in-law sometimes. Like, please don't think we're gross. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the sink and the dish. Yeah. Yeah. And she would never think that. I mean, at least I hope she wouldn't. But, you know, she she has her own business inside her house with a bunch of kids. So, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like I, 
I'm so irrational in thinking that, but that's always my first thought. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I relate to that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giggling to myself over here because you said sink in the dish and then I said it back to you and you're like, yeah, totally. Oh, sink in the dish. Oh my God. No, dish in the sink. <laughs> dish in the sink. We are smart people, I promise. <laughs> we did education and stuff. Yeah, we are very educated. Yes. We learned it a lot. Learned it. <laughs> okay, so my third intention, and this one I feel like I've been thinking about hard lately, to get closure for myself without needing the other person there to validate my feelings or say sorry for what they could have done better. Oof. Yes. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> That's intense. It's hard because like, you know, everyone wants to feel validated. And I think in particular, a friendship that ended due to financial reasons. And we were just on two different paths in life. So no longer had things in common. It's just, you know, arguments happened. We're not on buddy-buddy speaking terms. And I don't believe we stopped talking on the best of terms so I don't know that I'm ever going to get that closure. And I think what I want to work on with myself is to be okay with it and, you know, keep reassuring myself that I tried to do everything that I could to kind of end it on better terms. Well, and that's the thing, you know, you, the ball is in your court. They say that forgiveness is what's going to set you free from that. And I think that's what you need to do is you need to learn how to forgive her, but also to forgive yourself for allowing it to affect you the way it has mm -hmm. um, and the way it still apparently does. You don't want to wait for this other person to, you know, apologize because that might never come and you don't want to sit, right. you know, in, in this feeling forever. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how I'm going to get over it, but right now it's just like the feeling of not getting that closure with this other person is what's bugging me so much, but I know that I most likely won't get it from this person. And so I need to look to myself to figure out how I can move past it. Yeah. And you don't, it's almost like you don't want to contact the other person because yeah. you don't want to open a can of worms. Right. And it feel like it's not, it wouldn't do any good. Right. You know, cause you might not, even if you did get in contact, you might not even get that apology anyways no yeah so like <laughs> candidly i did say send like a new year's like before the new year's for ended. some reason i thought you were gonna say i sent a nude to them oh gosh no <laughs> like, excuse you <laughs> no i sent a text message at the end of last year just apologizing for everything that i could have handled better and that i was sorry for just like any animosity that was had between us and all the arguing and stuff like that told them like you know this i don't expect you to reply back but this is just something that i need to get off my chest yeah i mean i felt a little bit better saying that and but they didn't acknowledge it they didn't reply back oh i see like, that okay. makes it worse i know i know i'm like ah. can you tell right. they've read it no Ugh. yeah Ugh. That one's going to be hard. I think out of all of them so far, that that's going to be challenging. Yeah. Yep. But small changes. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And then the last one I have 
is to find a better balance between being the pushy friend and the observer. What I mean by that is it's kind of like an ongoing thing. I'm, I'm better than I was, but like when I care about somebody so, so much, I can play devil's advocate to the point where it sounds like I'm discouraging a person's choice. And I'm the one to add two cents, even if the piggy bank can't even hold anymore. <laughs> Ooh, nice analogy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but in the end, it's not going to help them if, you know, they're always getting the devil's advocate. And sometimes that people just want to feel validated in what they did. And despite what my opinions are, I need to get better at supporting their decision and voicing that. And being so being somebody's hype person and asking if they want my opinion, balancing it with playing devil's advocate and soliciting unwanted advice. If I really want to speak my opinion, ask first before just voicing it. Dang, you've got a lot of intentions, which means you have a lot of work to do. (laughs) But baby steps, like you said, little changes, you'll see it. And I really want you to just keep track of your health journey. I think that's a really good one. Thank so you. we'll get into my intentions. Yes. So as you all know, 2020 kicked our butts, sent us all home for work. I put on sweats. I definitely don't do my makeup, hardly ever do my hair, except like I'm when I'm going out someplace, <laughs> which is hardly ever. So my intention this year is to start getting ready more, which so far I think I've done pretty well with that. Uh, my mom was joking with me because she picked up uh, my kids from the house and I was literally in just a jeans jeans and a t-shirt, which is more than I normally wear. Normally, I'm just wearing like a, a sweatpants or a yoga pants and a t-shirt. So I had jeans <laughs> on as a step up. And then I went to pick up the kids from her house later that evening and I had my whole face done, my hair was done, Ooh. and I was telling her about my intention. She goes, so is there like a time frame? Like, you did not look like this when I picked them up this morning. <laughs> and I said, well, I got ready at one, but it still counts. Baby yeah. steps. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. So are you – is this intention to help build self-confidence or what is it that made you want to set this as an intention? I feel like I've been getting to the point where I just look at myself and I'm like, ugh, like blah, you know? <laughs> I don't want to look blah. I want to look, ooh, ooh la la. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> yeah. And I miss, I miss playing in makeup. That was, used to be one of my favorite pastimes, you know, it's just playing in makeup. I love watching all the YouTubers do their makeup and I used to sit there and I'd try and copy their, their looks and I have so many eyeshadow palettes and so (laughs) much makeup. It's insane. And I haven't really touched it very often. So for New Year's Eve, I did a whole look. I mean, I played. I did a smoky gold eye. It was beautiful. I know. It was so good. I had so much. I put false eyelashes on. I did the glue on kind, which I don't normally do. Uh Normally, I do the magnetic because even though the magnetic was a learning curve, it lasts way longer on my eyes. I don't know if I have like – I call them jalapeno eyes where my eyes just <laughs> randomly start burning so they'll start uh, watering. Yes. And then the glue comes off. So then it's like my lash fell off halfway through the day. <laughs> so I I tried the glue on. They look really pretty but they don't yes. last for me. So – and then the next night I did purple eyeshadow. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. I've never like ventured out into – colors on my face like you see i just have eyeliner and eyebrows and that's 
the bare minimum for me. <laughs> I always tell Katie and I'm like, I can't go out of the house until I have the bare minimum unless it's like, you know, days I don't care. But I'm glad that you're doing it because you want to feel good in your body. If it were for any other reason, I would say why. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just – I don't – Seth loves me no matter what. He always tells me how beautiful I am and how attractive I am to him. But it, for me, like I don't know if you've ever been like that. You're like, okay, you can tell me that all you want, but I'm not seeing that. So mm-hmm. I need to see it myself Yep. and then I feel good. So I don't know. And then I think today is the first day I haven't worn makeup. No. Yeah, today is the first day I haven't worn makeup. So I think we're we're getting there. Um, and mm-hmm. I've been doing really good. Uh, a sub sub intention is washing my face every night. Um, oh, okay, girl, get that skincare. I don't know. I've been really bad about it. And you know, last year I was breaking out like I was in high school. And so I feel like my <laughs> face has been so much better. I have scarring from it. It's so sad. So I've been doing a lot better. And I actually started that, I think, November, just like beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Is when I started that. So it's, I'm still bringing that intention over. I used to be super crazy with my skincare routines. I used to have like seven different steps that I used to go through. Now I've gotten lazy about it and I only do like two or three things every day, like in the morning and then again at night. But yeah, that's a good intention, especially it's like to boost your self confidence. But I'm always so jealous of your natural beauty because <laughs> like you don't need. All that makeup, you don't need the eyeliner. And I'm just like, well, I wish I wish I had that face. It's so funny because I totally think the same about you too. Like oh. literally, like when we go swimming and stuff in the summer, I'm like, ugh, so annoying. She has not a pimple or a blemish on her face. <laughs> and here I am. I look like I'm 16. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, when I go swimming and all of my eyebrows are gone because they've washed <laughs> She says she has no eyebrows. She has eyebrows, y'all. She has eyebrows. They're just not dark. But she's yes. she's fixed that. She went and got tinted, right? Tinted? Yeah. I did lamination. Lamination. I'm not familiar. Right. I have big bushy eyebrows, so. <laughs> I'm jelly. I'll give you some. Don't worry. this won't last forever. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It helps, though. It helps with your yeah. bare minimum. True, true. Um, I had one more intention. And... This is something that came to my mind when my daughter was asking me to go play with her. And normally I'm like, no, not right now. No, I have, I'll do it later. And then I never get around to later or, you know, oh, I got to cook. And then, you know, you have to take a shower and then blah, 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 blah. Like there's always an excuse. So my intention this year is to say yes more and more in particular saying yes to my kids more. I want them to see how involved and yes, we are very involved in our kids' lives, but I want them to feel like, wow, you know, my parents, you know, play with me whenever they get the chance or wow, we played this game or I got a chance to read to my mom because Aubrey loves to read. And so Mm -hmm. I want them to remember that, you know, and they talk about the first seven years of your life, you're still like generating things. So it's like, okay, well, this is a really key time in the kids' lives. I want them to generate these memories and keep these memories because I can remember Mm -hmm. things from when I was that young. And I would like yeah. to, you know, have them have those experiences too. I love that. Oh, and budgeting. That's my other, my third and final intention is to budget Oof. better. Um, I'm really into budgeting. I have been into budgeting for three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, four years because I was pregnant with Ashton when uh, I went to the Dave Ramsey thing. Financial Peace University is what we went to. Since then, I started on it, but then I was bad at it. And then I got on YNAB, You Need a Budget. It's a financial app. 
I used it religiously for like a year and a half. Then I fell off of it. And then I got back on it. And man, I'll tell you what, I when we were not budgeting, or I was not budgeting, it was a mess. So we're getting back on track. And, you know, I never had a worry in the world when it came to finances when I was budgeting. So now we need to get back on track. So because I'm in charge of the finances, Seth asked me, he's like, um, do we have enough money to go do this? And I'll say, mm, let me check the budget. Yeah, you have $150. Have fun or whatever. And it's not like I control the money. But what we do is every dollar has a name. So you give that money, say, budgeting. So like our mortgage, if you get paid twice that month, you you know, divide that in half. Okay, so I'm going to put this amount towards that, this amount towards the electric and so on and so forth. And then you basically budget your entire, like every single mm-hmm. dollar to a certain category. And it's been really, really beneficial in the past. So we fell off. Now we're getting back on and we've noticed how much peace we're lacking because we haven't been doing it. So rant over. It stressed me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I love that. Yeah, I'm like, ugh, like I've never, I shouldn't say never. When we first moved into this house, it got to the point where we were literally eating peanut butter and jellies. We were eating ramen pretty much like every night. I mean, Aubrey had her chicken and nugget, chicken and nuggets, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, her (laughs) rice. But honestly, we were so broke. We were living paycheck to paycheck, just trying to afford being on our own and all that stuff. So we never want to be there again. And it felt like we got yeah. close for the last like month or so. So I'm like, no, not going back. Not doing it. Right. <laughs> right. And like when times you're like, no, it's fine. Then you can go back to that time. Like, no, we're not going to go back there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously you find a way, but. I don't like yep. the added stress that it gives you. I already have enough stress as it is and anxiety, and that gives me more. And then I, you know, s- jump down people's throats because I'm so stressed out. So <laughs> it's better for everyone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up all of our New Year intentions. Interested? We'll have to like remember this episode and go back and listen to it and see how well we are. Do like a comparison episode Ooh, at the end of the year. We should do like a. Like a halfway point, so in June, Ooh, and then yes. again in January. I mean January, December. Yep. Yeah, I got yeah. what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Um, okay, so we decided that instead of doing unfiltered as a separate episode and waiting so long, we wanted to be able to add it to each episode, so that way we have the opportunity to be unfiltered and relate to you directly. Um, so we're gonna do start doing that every. At the end of every episode. Because mm-hmm. mental health can be serious, but we don't want it to always be serious for y'all. So just need to be able to let go of the small things. and All the small things. Sorry, now it's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> I love it. That should be the intro to this segment. Oh, gosh. <laughs> singing. Terrible. Sorry, people. You'll, you'll be unsubscribing soon if I keep singing. <laughs> <laughs> or... You'll be going on tour. Oh, mm, I like that idea better. <laughs> it's Taylor, not Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Speaking of that, as an unfiltered, I cannot stand when people ask me my name and then they automatically say, oh, like Taylor Swift. I'm like, 
Actually, no. no. It's nothing like Taylor Swift. One, I look nothing like Taylor Swift. Two, my name is spelled completely different than Taylor Swift. So no, it's not like Taylor Swift. Can you go ahead and spell it for the audience, please? It's uh, (laughs) T-A-E-L-Y-R. Thank you, Mom. (laughs) No keychains for you. No, everything's custom. And (laughs) so many times, I think one of the most common pronunciations that people say is either Taylor or Teeler. Mm. I say Teeler just to be, I don't know, weird. My brother used to call me Tyler all the time because he knew it irritated me. I'm like, you know what? My name's not Tyler. It's Taylor. Yeah. He always tries to annoy you. Like when he was texting you last night about game night, he was like, I just want to get under his skin. <laughs> dude. I don't know why I said dude, but dude. Okay. Seriously, Seth and I were getting so irritated at him. Like, we were having this conversation. You know what? Fine. Whatever. We're just not going to invite them anymore. And Seth goes, no, wait. That's what he wants. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we were sitting at the table. I was like, Kadian, why do you got to do this? He's like, because I just want to annoy her. Get her all flustered. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was like, what are little brothers for, I guess? <laughs> you know, you think that, you know, being in our 30s now. Ooh, I could say that. But being in our 30s now, it would not be like that. But it's kind of fun to be a little kid with him sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So an unfiltered thing for me is when I'm – to say when people <laughs> talk to me when I'm trying to work out – like, and I'm listening to music. Okay, I was going to say, they just talk to you? Like, yeah. God, don't talk I mean, to you, I'm working out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. Like, if I'm in a – this is why I don't like working out with friends as much because then, I don't know, I feel like there's some obligation to, like, talk to each other when you're working out. But it really, I just want to get my workout done and – you're like, once you're in the zone, you want to stay in the zone. You don't want to sit there and yeah, talk exactly. to people like, oh, do you see what Charlize did? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And with that, oh, I guess we have – We have one more. Have one more. Not an unfiltered, but uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you know that we are going to be opening a new segment uh, shortly called Diary Exposed where you have a diary topic or secret uh, that you've kept for however many years and you need to get it off your chest, but we are going to expose them on the episode. Yeah, we're going to expose them for you, but you'll be anonymous, so don't worry. We're not saying names. If you want to sign it off as someone else, you can sign it off as someone else. That's fine. You can say, you know, oh, you know, flower lipped me or something. Like, what? Um. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. Make up a name if you want us to do that. Or we can just say anonymous and make up your own name. Yeah. But we figured it'd be fun. And, again, another thing we can all relate to and go through the struggle with you. Yes. So feel free to email email us at deardesertdiaries at gmail.com. Reach out to us on our website, social media, anything, whatever you prefer. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.